Welcome back, Warriors. Tansei Sego, Anibuju, Quainin Deluisi Pampometer, and I'm the host of this show, The Warrior Life. This is a show that focuses on living the warrior life, a lifestyle that's about decolonizing our minds, bodies, and spirits, while at the same time revitalizing our cultures, traditions, laws, and governing practices. And it's also about asserting, living, and defending our sovereignty all over Turtle Island. And sometimes it's also about laughing at the absolute ridiculousness of colonial mentality and racism that exists in society today. And one of the things I appreciate most about our Native communities is the sense of humor, is our ability to laugh at all of the ridiculousness. Even in the toughest of times, you'll see people in our community telling jokes and telling funny stories and even poking fun at ourselves sometimes. And today's guest, I have to admit, is going to be the most distinguished guest we've ever had on this show. Today, we get the honor of welcoming to the show the Tim Fontaine, who is the capital F founder, capital H head writer, and capital E editor and grand chief of Walking Eagle News. I know, if I had the ability to have a whole live studio audience, they'd all be cheering and hooting right now. Not only is Walking Eagle News the finest source of Indigenous news anywhere, it's also on the internet, written in black and white, that it's the foremost leader in the whole world of Indigenous news. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of an intro. I love that. <laughs> well, all of it's true. I found it on the internet. It's got to be yeah, true. Yeah, it's got to be true. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, and of course, I'm one of your biggest eaglet fans. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the yeah. News eaglets, yes. Yeah. yeah. My so, army of news eaglets. Yeah. So should I be calling you like the Honorable Tim? Is there a formal <laughs> yeah. formality for this? <laughs> Yeah, I should think of one, but I think Tim is Tim is good. Tim is good. Okay, all right, Tim. Well, I hope you don't mind, but this is a native podcast, and before we get into the show, I have to do a native authenticity assessment <laughs> uh, for all of our guests because yep. there's a lot of many wannabe Grand Chief Tims yep. out there, and I just got to make sure you're the real deal. Is that okay? That's good. Let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. Well. First of all, I've seen some pictures on the internet, and as you know, everything on the internet is true, of you wearing a headdress <laughs> with one feather. I think it's just laying down. So yep. that's a good start to asserting your native identity. Can you yes. give us a little bit more about this impressive headdress? <laughs> I Well, I had wrestled an eagle to get that feather. Oh. I had to do it, right? So... The best part is that the, the eagle still lives after you take that feather. You have to grab it out of the air, take the feather, and then release that eagle, right? <laughs> Remarkable. <laughs> no, what that was was it, it's actually it's I think it's actually some Anishinaabe chief from a long time ago, and then some guys at APTN just put my face on it. Oh, and it's, really? And yeah, so it 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 I don't know. It's it's been kind of poking. <laughs> I think, what, I think it was, I had a show called The Laughing Drum on APTN and it was like a, kind of yeah. like a comedy battle show. And so, um, I can't even remember why I had them do that image up. And then I don't even, I think what it was is I don't even use, I didn't even use it on the show. I just, I just put it out on the internet. It just kind of got, took off. Yeah. So you're, you're making a bunch me of, lose faith in the internet. Yeah. we uh, There was, there was a lot of stuff we did on that show that we kind of, that we didn't end up using, but we put on the, on the internet. I don't know what it was. It was a funny. It was a funny. I'm I'm really surprised APTN actually let me do that, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, did two, that's did awesome. two, Yeah, we did two seasons of that show, and it was like nobody watched it, but it was it was so much fun to do because they just let me do whatever I wanted, and that was the thing. As long as as long as we filled time, like they even sent us to the we went to the AFN election. Oh in yes, Vancouver. I Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. So. And then um, we created these cans of, of like of, of spam. Yeah. And we put the logo on there. And uh, I think it was Michelle Odette, who was a commissioner at the time, 
was posing with a I think she photobombed the minister or something like that holding the can. <laughs> and then it caused a big thing because they were like, well, what is this? This is a political message. Just this, whatever. Yeah. So I was so busy that day that, and then I, I checked my phone like later in the day and I was getting all these calls from media saying like, can you comment on what this is about? Comment on the spam. Yeah. The spam. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Stuff like, and actually when we went to the AFN, we did, um, we did like hockey cards, like sports cards, but they were yeah. they were the they were the I candidates and former them. yeah, and they were candidates and former national chiefs. Yeah, and people were actually like collecting them and people coming and asking, "Can I get so and so?" Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good it was a good show. It was uh, we got to do a lot of fun stuff. So yeah, okay. Well, I was wondering what the origin of that headdress was. Yeah, Man, I can't believe it's a fake. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> on the internet, something is <laughs> on fake. the internet, Okay, well, that's just part of the assessment. I don't know if right. I get to mark you. You know, I'm going to have to reserve judgment on whether that makes you an authentic native. So I'm going to have it's to go to the next question. It's an authentic native doing a fake native. I think that's the best part of it. Fake native, yes. An authentic native doing fake native. So it works on yeah. different levels. It's like oh. it's like reverse red It's like reverse red face or something. I don't know what, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> what that's you right. call that. You're so uh, reverse yeah, native, it's so reverse that it's not even. <laughs> you you caused so, yourself it's, out. Yeah, it's so native. It's not native and yet native. <laughs> okay, well, the next one is you know because I've done significant research prior to bringing you on to this show. Yeah. Now I see from your Instagram portfolio that your blood quantum is two hundred and thirty-seven percent, and it's continuing. It's and uh, to go. what's the highest blood percentage we've ever had on this show? <laughs> I don't know anyone else with that kind of blood percentage. What is the secret? The funny thing is, is that's actually part of a wider joke that didn't fit in the profile. And it's that whole joke is we don't believe in blood quantum, but if we did, ours would be. I think it was. And I changed the number like so many times. I think one was fourteen hundred and ninety-two percent. Fourteen ninety-two, percent. Yeah, my little nod to those guys. Yeah, the secret is to just be keep on keeping on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how there's no okay. there's no real answer for that other than you know, trying to sound nice. So sound I can cool or something like that. Put that on my Twitter handle and yeah, maybe I'm one hundred and fifty. It's, it's believable. That's the best it's part. It's believable if it's on like, the internet. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody's trying to verify you for a grant or something like that, it's like, well, exactly. what quantum is 152%? All right. Well, okay, it I won't get 237%, but yeah. there you go. All right. So your blood quantum is impressive. Yep. I mean, more than impressive. But as you know, being native is more than just the blood in your veins. Yes. You actually have to think native. Yes. So we've got a little bit of a test here to see if you think native enough to pass this test to actually go on with the rest of the podcast. So five questions. You have to pick one or the other and then tell me why. And it's your first reaction to why. Okay. It's got to be okay. legit native thinking. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So the first question. Fry bread or bannock? I'm a bannock man. Why? Something because I grew up with it, and it's it's denser, and you can hit someone with it. Oh, yes. Cause a lot of damage <laughs> after like a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bannock right. man, just that dense. You could eat that, and that's all you could eat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could survive in the woods on that. <laughs> all right, well, this next one actually might be a bit harder. Baloney or spam? Oh, man. Baloney. You know what? Baloney fried. Oh. Thick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the barbecue, I, even. Yeah, I joke a lot about spam and click and all of that stuff like that. But I'm more of a baloney man. And I don't get it anymore. That's the thing. So I don't even need it anymore but I, I dream of it <laughs> but every now and then you go to the you'll go to a res and they'll actually have it on a menu somewhere that's the best yeah. part literally yeah. fried bologna and potatoes fried bologna. Or something. yeah or craft dinner a, or craft dinner there was a there was a restaurant in winnipeg that used to have uh fried bologna with breakfast actually there was one in ottawa when i lived in ottawa yeah. mellows there were white people and they <laughs> Like, they like their fried well, they don't bologna. know what it is they don't even know what it is but they're like yeah. <laughs> it's like this one's good fried up. yeah 
<laughs> Fry that up. Okay. All right. I'm with you on bologna. All right. So this is about condiments. All right. Ketchup or mayo chup? <laughs> Neither of them. Although I guess that ketchup, ketchup on fried potatoes is pretty good. Any reason why you wouldn't pick mayo chup? <laughs> <laughs> I think we both know why. <laughs> I still see that around. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Just the look of it just makes yeah. me ill. It's, yeah. it's off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, the next question. Nish or Nietzsche? I say Nietzsche. <gasps> yeah, that's okay. how. Uh, I don't know. That's just, I think it must be a Manitoba thing because there's, there's like four or five different nations that live here. Mm -hmm. And so, Nish, I always... I always associated that with Ontario. They oh. say niche or niche. And here we say niche. And that's what like guy, people used to say to each other when we were kids, like older people would hear them. Everybody niche. Oh. So that's kind of like, so that's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's regional or what, but anyways, I always say niche. And I still, like I say it on Twitter and Facebook and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so. that's interesting because yeah. I see Crees using niche and I see, Nish people using Nietzsche and yeah. and it's just it seems different in different regions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nish, okay. yeah, Nish was never my Nish was never my thing. Although, yeah, and then like and then I heard like there's a Mohawk I know on Twitter and they, they say Nish is <laughs> kind of kind of derisively, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I get a kick out of that. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, I'm a Nietzsche man. That's cool because, like, yeah. I'm from the Maritimes and we all say skeege or skeegin because it just means yeah. Indian, and you know, so yeah, I think that's what I mean. I think it literally means friend, I think, but um, yeah, but we just use it to refer to ourselves, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Okay, well, this yeah. is your last one. All right, things are getting heated with someone yeah. who doesn't <laughs> like Walking Eagle News. <laughs> Do you say Skoden or Studis? Probably Skoden. <laughs> Scolding boy. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds harsher. Just right away, scolding boy. <laughs> All right. See, that was your first instinct. Okay, yeah. you know what? I think you passed the native test. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's like the, the federal government's Nietzsche federal government's uh pass yeah. test. Yeah. Like we'll post that card that. in yeah. five years. <laughs> five years. Yes. There'll be new ones by that point, you'll finally get your yeah, exactly. Like every now and then you see somebody that still has the old orange paper. Oh my animated. gosh. That never yeah. expired. Those are the no, ones I know. you want. Yeah. You're an Indian those are, forever. Those are gold. Yeah. Those are the ones. Man, I expire every 10 years. It's a pain yeah. in the butt. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. Forever. All right. Well, you've passed the Nietzsche test. There we go. But before we jump into the thick of it. There might be a few people on the other side of the world who actually don't know who you are. <laughs> actually, that might not even be the case now, seeing as there was just an article in The Guardian. The Guardian, all yeah. about you and Walking Eagle News. That was so awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. clearly they care about this, what's happening here on Walking Eagle News. I wonder if they believe <laughs> what's happening on there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. I get emails. I get every time these articles, because it, it seems to come in waves. Something will happen, and then I'll do a bunch of tweets, and then I'll get a new article. It seems to happen every like, year or so. And this, but this is the biggest one, I think, because it was this was the Guardian, and then uh, yeah, it's huge. Uh, yeah, there's a news. There was a radio station in the states that did an interview with me too, and so weirdest email after that. <laughs> the weirdest, yeah, it was like a whole new wave of. Weird people start following it, <laughs> believing it, and stuff like that. People don't know will be like, "Wow, wow!" That's the other thing is like, there's some people like I've I've had people that have been on there for quite a while, and I but see that's the thing. Maybe maybe they're trolling me. Uh, like maybe they maybe they don't believe it, but they pretend they believe it every time. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. And I hadn't thought of that until just now. But part of me doesn't think. <laughs> You get it. I think it's like no matter how many times you try and tell them, real bad stuff. You know, like they just they just like don't give me this big serious. Oh wow! Every single. Tweet but and you're whatever. the guardian, like, so you've got responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's international, I try not, now, dude. Like, well, that was the thing, though. It's like the thing about Walking Eagle is that I, 
So I have my personal one where I'm like, whatever. And then I have the walking eagle one. And the walking eagle one, initially it was it never breaks character. It's always, everything is real. Everything we write is real. Everything we say is real. And we don't ever, there's no wink to the audience saying that this isn't real. Right? So it's like, like it never, ever breaks character. And so I would never tell people that it's not real. Oh. I, think, I can't remember. Yeah. And then I think it wasn't until I forget what it was. Where I finally had to say, okay, like this is getting out of hand. I can't remember what the story was, but there was a couple of stories where people would not take that it wasn't real. Wow. So yeah, you talk about responsibility. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you so know, there's you've got your like uh, disclaimer on the website. That, so. that I think that's what it was. That's when I finally had to put the disclaimer on and say like, okay, 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 okay. Because it was like. I think the onion, the onion is the same thing in that they never, there's not even a disclaimer on their website. There's nothing to indicate oh. that that's not real, right? Wow. But the Beaverton and a few others have, I think, disclaimer saying like, yeah. but basically what they're saying is like, don't, don't sue us. This is a joke. Yeah. And so exactly, that's kind exactly. of, yeah, that's kind of what mine says too. It's like, it's not a, <laughs> I'm probably opening myself up for a lawsuit here, but it's not, it's not a legal disclaimer. It's just basically saying like, yeah. if you dig a little further, you'll see that this isn't yeah, written by no me. Either. And the other thing is like, I don't, um, I don't use real names uh, unless it's a, unless it's a public figure, like a politician yeah. or a chief or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Even the chiefs, like even at the chief level, I rarely use real names. It's always like the national chief will make yeah, fun man. of them. The heads yeah. of the organizations, I'll make fun of them. Yeah. Prime ministers, MPs, everything like that, I'll make fun of them by name. Yeah. But and I don't even use, I rarely even use like real First Nation names. I just make everything up. Yeah. So like First Nation, I'll just say whatever. Like it's just always like, you know, Harry River First Nation or something. Like it's oh, just yeah, like, I know. yeah, yeah. And, they, they, and that's the other thing. Like they all sound kind of plausible, right? So the other thing, here's, here's a little Easter egg for people that, if you look at a lot of the names of white people, they all mean something. Yeah. You run it through Google Translate, you'll see that they always mean something. Yeah. I was wondering the most recent one, but we'll get to some of those. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a second, the other here? <laughs> 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 That's good, though. And even though you make up names and stuff, most yeah. of us know who it is you're talking about yeah, or yeah, what, yeah, yeah. like we know the situation yeah. so you don't even have to sometimes actually yeah. be that specific yeah that's so good yeah, the okay issue well is like yeah i know um i know people are actually going to want to hear about your story too now that you've passed this native authenticity to <laughs> Maybe you can introduce yourself the way you like to, where you're from, and maybe share some of your journey. Like, how did you actually get to become a journalist, um, you know, up to the foremost journalism in Walking Eagle? <laughs> I, like, systematically eliminated all the yeah, other yeah, journalists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. nice. yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm from Saging First Nation in Manitoba, but I only spent maybe like a year or two there when I was a kid, and then I grew up mostly in hollow a place called hollow water first nation the major community next to it called manigatoga so i wasn't a member of there but we, my mom was a teacher there and so like a lot of my childhood right up until high school was there we had a house in the city so we would go back and forth but like, when i talk about home and i talk about growing up that that's where it was and then i got i became an adult and moved to the city and then like winnipeg and it was like "Quote unquote activist for a lot of my teen years and early adulthood. I was with a group called the Native Youth Movement, and did that for a long time. And then, uh, then I moved to Regina, which is where my mom is from. My mom is from Cowes' First Nations, Saskatchewan. So I moved to Regina to visit my sister one time, and she got me a job. I wasn't doing anything. She got me a job at the what was then the Saskatchewan Indian Federated College, which is now UC." And there was a media program in there. So I was doing course evaluations for the university. And then I went into that. They had a media program that needed a, an administrator. But I went and worked for them. And that's how it started. Like, they were all, it was like an indigenous J school. And so I worked with them and taught myself how to shoot and edit and do all of these things. And so I kind of, and then I met a guy by the name of Rick Harp. He was a Cree journalist. Became my 
or friends. But anyways, he was taking a Cree course there. And then when he left, he had a show called Contact in Winnipeg on it. He had a call. They called me one night and said, we need we need a researcher. Do you want to apply? I, said, sure. I didn't think anything of it. I applied. And I got the job. So I ended up moving back to Winnipeg. And then that, that started my career. That was like my professional career as a journalist. I think that was 2001. It was just after that. But before that, so by 1999, I was because I was in that media program. I was doing like, and it's all self-taught. I never, I never went to, I never actually went to day school. It was just sort of by um, being next to journalists and budding journalists and stuff like that that I learned how to do it. I was, mimic. <laughs> like, I, was awesome. I was a good mimic, yeah. And so then that that sparked it, and I, I never. The funny thing is, though, when I was doing that, like around that time between 1999 and 2001, we had a comedy troupe in Regina that we were just doing like for fun. It was called, we had a show called the Crow Hop Cafe. And so it was like a live, sort of like variety show. And me and a, a couple of friends of mine would do skits. And it was sort of like Monty Python type stuff, like oh, or based in, based in history and stuff like that, like Indian Act and like Indian agents and stuff like that. So we had a lot of fun doing that. Then I became a journalist, and that put that away. Right, so and then I just never thought about it again until a few years ago when I was living in Ottawa, and I started remembering like how much fun I had doing comedy. But I again at that point I wasn't ready. To do it. it wasn't until I left CBC in 2017 that I started doing it again. Where I was like, you know what, man, I miss comedy, so I just started doing it. And then yeah, that whole career like. I never meant to. I my my partner Martha jokes that I'm like the indigenous just fell into different <laughs> careers in my life, including journalism, because I never meant to be a journalist. I didn't like when I was a kid. I never thought I was going to be. Wow. I never studied much of it. I just it just sort of happened and kind of got in through the side door too, right? Because I I got a job as a writer researcher. I didn't go to day school. I didn't intern. I didn't do any of those things, right? So. You went from doing comedy to yeah. being like serious journalist. Yeah. What, what yeah. brought you back to comedy? Burnout, man. I didn't like, I was a journalist for so long. And then I think I had gone and tried to do other things. And then I went back to journalism, like hardcore. Like I did a few years at APTN and then I switched over to CBC, did a year at CBC Manitoba and current affairs. And then, kind of wondered what I was doing because that was sort of like just mainstream journalism. Mm -hmm. But I think they, they quickly figured out that my quote unquote expertise was in indigenous. So I went to CBC indigenous, which made more sense and then did a few years there. But while I was there, like it was at that point really that I was getting really tired of doing this. I didn't want to, just didn't want to do it anymore. And I think that's, that's really what it was. And it was like, cause it's, it's like, I think we were talking, before the cameras on just about how you get tired of things. You know what I mean? And it's not mm -hmm. like you're tired of your own people or anything like that, but I mean, yeah. you never get a break from it, right? You live and breathe it. You go home at the end of the night. And, and that was the other thing too. It's my partner's a journalist, right? So and she's still a journalist. And so at that time, I don't think either of us knew how to turn it off. Yeah. Deal with it all day. And then you go home and then maybe you're out for dinner or something like that. And that's all you're talking about. Right. So now, now we're both much better at sort of like being able to like our time and then this is whatever. Right. And that's not again to dismiss because that's our reality. Right. And that's yeah. the other thing too, is that yeah. like you're reporting on your own reality. Right. Like yeah. it's not as if you're, it's not as if you could ever really shut it off, but I just thought like, I'm not going to, and it was just like, the job, right? So I remember like one day going by my desk and thinking, like, I could be sitting in that same desk in ten years. You know what I mean? Like, is that really what I wanna what I wanna do? So I was really getting like grouchy and just not wanting to do it anymore. And there was a bunch of other stuff going on, but yeah. Uh like one day I just quit. I just like got up after a meeting, <laughs> I walked out and said I I walked back in the room and said I quit. Oh, Everybody's wow. like, what? what? <laughs> and then I walked out of the building and that was it. That was the end of my, my career. That was like, never wanted to do 
I never wanted to do news again. Like journalism is one thing. Like I think I might do some kind of journalism later on, yeah. like not like writing or something like that. But yeah, or documentaries or something. But I'll I'll never be a reporter again. That that much I know. So that was the end of that, and that's how. And then didn't start walking eagle right away. I started it. I think by it was November after I think in August, and then I started walking eagle news in November. And that was it, man. That that it skyrocketed, and that was kind of like. Changed my life after that because I got to do because it doesn't like I don't make a lot of money from walking the news. It's not how I make my living, but what it is is yeah. it's like a it's a calling card, right? Because it's yeah. like it introduced me to TV writers and and producers and stuff like that, and you know it showed people that I I could. That's yeah. the thing. That's how that's how people know me, and that's great because then I can I can get work that actually pays out of it. And there's no end to the fodder. No, well, that's the other thing. Yeah, like I then, but I mean, I get like some some days where I'm like just tired of it, like, and it yeah. starts to feel like journalism felt again because it's like oh. I'm always watching the news. Oh yeah. But then, it, but it comes in waves. But the difference between that is like when you're in the news, when you're a journalist, you can't talk about those issues, right? And like you're supposed to be objective, and you're not supposed to be biased, and all these things. And now I can say screw that and say whatever I, <laughs> I can say whatever yeah. I and and I can make fun of it the way I want to make fun of it, right? Because it's not yeah. it's not making fun of the issue; it's making fun of how people respond to it, especially white people. Yeah. Like, like, oh my gosh! You know that sort of yeah, yeah. That like, like what's happening right now with the prime minister getting you know verbally attacked at a thing, and it's like wow. and everybody's sort of acting like this. You know that's the. To me, that's the funniest thing is this country is saying, this is not us. Yeah, yeah, it is. Actually. Pretty much, yes, exactly. <laughs> this is, this We've really been doing that for yeah. years. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, the only difference is now it's, it's happening to white people. Right? So that's, it's the same. Like, it's like COVID too. Like the way they, they suddenly, in one of the headlines I wrote was like, uh, cities ponder legalizing drinking public now that white people that's you know they yeah. criminalized anybody else for that for years, but now that white people want to do. It. If you look at the responses in the tweet, it's like you know a lot of white people just cannot imagine it being any other way. Oh, I know. No, and, and, it's not that. It's it's, it's health, and it's like yeah, well, yeah, well, help your health. Like yeah, yeah. You, you criminalized everybody else for doing it, but now that you want to do it, it's there's there's a perfectly justifiable reason for it, right? So. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it's, but what I really like <laughs> about your tweets and walk, you know, the little short walking eagle stories is that you're covering all of the issues that are in the media. So it's not like you have to make up anything. It's literally oh, all yeah. right there. And you're saying yep. stuff that if we were sitting in a coffee shop, we'd be saying those kind of sarcastic or funny remarks exactly, anyway. Yeah, that's exactly what it what it felt like when I first started doing it, it was no different than when I was sitting with my brothers and sisters yeah. and watching the news right? and, yeah. and us talking at the TV or whatever like that and saying sarcastic things. Right. Cause that's, that's really what it is. It's, it's, a, it's just taking the news and sort of either flipping it or mirroring it or just torque, even sometimes just torquing exactly what they say. You, and, well, and it, yeah. And it can be true. Like what's funny yeah. is that the stuff in your tweets are often actually true, so you're not making it up to be funny. No, 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 no. yeah, saying, like a lot of it's just sort of, yeah, it's just interpreting what they're saying and saying, well, this this yeah. is what that's that's I, I tell people that all the time is that like walking Eagle news is me telling the world this is what that story feels like, right? Like this is what that story, this is what it sounds like you're actually saying, right? As opposed to. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's right? let's so, put that back at you and see if you yeah, still yeah, yeah. think that you're so serious. But well, yeah. let's do some of these headlines because I, I, I have an idea of what's behind <laughs> each one of these. But for yeah. people who might just check you out for the first time, so my, and I think you've said it, uh, you know, a few times. But the first one is, "This is not us," says country, <laughs> where that's totally them. And every time I see that, I'm like. That's How the one... many times have they said that for every police shooting and yeah. terrible racist remark? And <laughs> that's probably the one that I that I reshare the most, and I do it more and more lately because it's like every time something happens, yeah, it's like you see those comments, like you still see those comments where it's like 
we're better than this cat. It's like, no, you're really not. Like, <laughs> maybe you are, but yeah, maybe you are, but show us. Yeah, you just put it on repeat. It's like the same, it's the exact same story, just reshare it and just say, like, here you go. <laughs> Here's your mirror. Yeah. Yeah, the denial is like crazy. Yeah. It's like yeah. the nice people want to have nice messages. So the yes. nicest thing you can say about a blatant racist attack is this isn't us. This is some <laughs> kind of weird aberration that happened, what, somewhere else? Like, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's it's exactly it. It's like, yeah, the, the sort of willful ignorance. Is, oh, oh, my God. Yeah, well, that would death me. Of, yeah. Every yeah. time I see it, I'm like, hey, yeah, this every day, pretty much. <laughs> and it has. Like, I've run it two days in a row sometimes. Or something. <laughs> okay. Well, the Over. next one is, and this one, I think, is for our current time period. It yeah. says, our colonizer is better than your colonizer yeah. contest in full swing. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, again, because sometimes, too, and that one is almost sort of like, well, it is. It's It's aimed at. Um, indigenous people and non-white people who are really, really tied up in that system right now of elections where it's like, it's just, it's amazing how there's this real shift on Facebook and Twitter whenever there's an election where it's suddenly like, oh, well, my white guy's really, really good. You guys should vote for my white guy because if you don't vote for my white guy, yeah, your white guy sucks. He's going to take away this and he's going to take away that. And it's like, what's going on? You know what I mean? And then they forget. They forget that that's you won't be saying that. And if you are saying that three months after the election, then there's something wrong with you. Like that's yeah. it's just it's just crazy how tied up in partisanship, I guess you want to call it indigenous people. Like some of it is I understand people who vote and who take part in the system as as a form of like harm reduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's people that go full on in, right? And it's like that's sort of, um, I don't know what they call it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, like but I, I wish I could, headlines. I wish I could be that hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, so that's one of your headlines where it's funny because when you look at it that way, you see the election as, you know, a bunch of native people saying here, my white guy is going to win this yeah. turtle race over your white guy. And, yeah. you know, kind of like this weird scenario, like which white, guy is going to actually get it first but yes. but then it also speaks to like there's the funny on the surface but then there's the really you know like some of us talk behind the scenes and go wow look at some of our people are being like wicked cranky yeah, yeah, yeah. and nasty and all of a sudden there's like fighting during the election went and these aren't That's, our parties like these yeah. we don't have parties in our communities yeah. like in our own election so it's like this weirdness that happens yeah yeah, I, I don't know what it is. And yeah, it's funny how, yeah, we don't, you know, I hate to generalize, but we don't do well with an election. Because <laughs> also, like, we may not have parties, but if you watch, like, res elections sometimes, mm. sort of bickering that goes on and suddenly, you know, family's not talking to family and oh, cousins running and how come you're not voting for my cousin and stuff like that. And it just sort of, everything becomes this weird sort of personal fight, almost. Eh? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, it becomes personal, right? So yeah, and so I kind of I'm not covering it the election in the way that I have before with walking, yeah. partly because I'm also really tired of it. Oh yeah. You, oh well, it's you, the same it was, thing. Yeah, it's just like yeah, and that's why. Like I'll cover it to that extent where I'll just say like this: this is like the whole thing about my call. You know, my yeah. colonizer is better than your colonizer. Because that's all. That's all it is. I don't know. Like, what? What else can I do? Right? I mean, I could get stuck in the sort of like. Day, it's. It would be so easy to get stuck in the day to day of an election. Oh my gosh! And just sort of like see what people are saying, right? Because it doesn't matter which party it is. So Somebody's ridiculous. saying something messed up or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah. This because it goes both ways too, right? Like the parties have this tendency to sort of like these are our indigenous people. You know what I mean? Like there's that sort of entitlement that they feel to communities and people. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Well, that, that one's, that one was, is good because it kind of lets me sit back and look at it from a different perspective than just all the, ugh, that comes with elections. But yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. another one that I've seen you post more than once. <laughs> 
And it's one that I care about so much is like white man injured by the use of the word <laughs> genocide. And I'm like, that's so true though. That's one of my favorite oh, ones. Yeah. Mortified. Yeah, that word, like they're hurt by the word more than they're yep. hurt by the act. The, the fact that it's actually happening. That one was aimed at like, it was aimed at media and it was aimed at a lot of white people that were, it's what happened after the MMIWG firing. Yeah shoot its final report and it was like so crazy to see like the media all over themselves to denounce it right like even like quote unquote like left-wing media was doing the yeah. same thing which it was really bad but i don't know if it was genocide you know it's like oh my god man like it was so that's the other thing is like a lot of the stuff somebody somebody described it as sad lull S-A-D-L-O-L. Like that's that's the brand of Walking Eagle News because it's like <laughs> and the other one is like I always say it's like haha. Because <laughs> that's the kind of thing, right? Like on the surface it seems funny, and then you think about the issue itself. Wait, it's like, true. That, that kind of makes me sad. <laughs> so it's like it's a funny, it's a really funny and funny, not laugh funny brand that I have. It is, it's funny, but true. But it's, it's yeah. sad but true. It's like embarrassing, but yeah. True. But I always say that true. I always say too that it's not that a lot of the stuff is purposely not meant to be funny. It's it's more absurd, I think, right? Like that. I think that's sometimes that's what I'm going forward. You know, I don't want you and that's the other thing, it's like I do like, I don't think about them that much. It, a lot of them are really knee-jerk, but I do think about them enough to think. To make sure that we're not the punchline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's a lot of like that. Yeah, there's a lot of humor on Facebook, especially, which with that, you know, I get a kick out of sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like res humor, right? Where it's yeah, like yeah. but there's too much of that where it's like our poverty is the punchline. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. our whatever is the punchline, or abuse, or any of these things sort of become the punchline. But to me, that's not as funny, right? Like so but I mean I could again like the click thing. Thing like I can share a laugh about that or whatever, you know, certain commonalities we have. But I think a lot of us, I try not to make sure that we're not laughing because we're poor or we're not laughing because of the way the government treats yeah. us. We're laughing at the way that people pretend that we're not in the situation. Yeah, me, that's that's the joke. That's the punchline. Is is you? Especially that's why I like I I joke a lot about liberalism, like liberal policies in this country because that to me that's that's the perfect example of Canada where it's like yeah it's it's easy to to poke fun at the conservatives being conservatives but it's even more crazy to think that liberals believe that they're our friend yes. right when they, when they clear like the thing about the child uh, the battle court with first nations kids right oh, like yeah. that, that to me that's a classic example of this is going on on one hand, and on the other hand, Trudeau is kneeling at a gravesite of First Nations. That's to me like that's like how could you? How oh, do you yeah. not put those two connect those two things, right? But liberals, some of the biggest people I have coming after Walking Eagle News and and sort of like talking back to it, liberals. Yeah, they're like you know they're basically they're saying like shut up, we're good for you. Like that's that's literally what some of them are saying. It's like, well, I get you know, and the other one's like, well, I guess you want to conservative. Yeah, I know. Doing, you know what I mean? Like it's like shut up, man. In yeah. All caps on Twitter. Yeah. I guess you want the yeah, conservative. Yeah, I guess you want. And I, 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 you know, I've read that as a headline a few times where it's like breaking you know news. Guess you want that? the conservatives to win. Yeah. <laughs> No, no thanks. Or the other one. So in the same vein of like really serious stuff is the one you said where RCMP to balance reconciliation with brutal attacks brutal on attacks. First Nations. That's one of the ones which is like, okay, that's funny, but that's so true. And <laughs> it just really points to the hypocrisy in every word yes. that comes out of their mouth. I will dance yeah. in your powwow and talk reconciliation, yes. but I will shoot you in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, there was what? another, I think there was another one too, or sometimes what I do is I retweet actual news headlines and then put my own commentary on top of it. Right. And so one of the ones was they ran some story about some RCMP officer playing basketball with indigenous kids. 
Like I, I only recently learned that term propaganda, right? Like that's yeah. there's a lot of that that happens. Like it's so crazy how much the media, mainstream media, picks up on that, right? And it's sort of like, yeah, by day he's shooting indigenous people, but by night he's <laughs> with them on the court. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like that's not, you know, that's funny for us, like because we all have, like, I, it's it's. Indigenous people have, and I've called it this before, gallows humor. I think there's a lot of that. Yeah. A lot yeah, of that yeah. because we have this shared experience and you can, you know, and it's not so much that you can't help but laugh at it. It's just sort of like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but if you, it's, it's like you said. Like, truth. It's almost like <laughs> the truth is so bad, you have to laugh at it because it's actually that bad. Like it's, yeah. it's not even a gross exaggeration. It's no. that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh that's, you know, there's a lot of that. So, I mean, it's, I've, I've said before that like our communities are ripe for satire because we, satire is supposed to poke fun at power, right? That's supposed yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. tear these things down. And so there's a lot of that in our community, I think. And we tease everybody anyways, right? Like we, we tease each other, we tease leaders, sometimes gently, sometimes not. And so I think that's why, that's why, I, you know, partly I think that's why it resonated with people too, because it's sort of, it's really just an extension of that formal version of that of something yeah, well, that happens anyways and i wondered so at the start of the <clears> pandemic <throat> i was like i wonder if tim is gonna wade into the vitriol that is masker anti-masker vaccine oh, yeah, yeah. anti and then so yeah. your 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 uh tweet here was country with certificates of indian status <laughs> ponders the ethics of vaccine passports and i was like yeah. oh that's a good one because that was sort of like it's on the like I'm I'm pro mask I'm pro mask yeah yeah that's fine and I, but I, I mean I try not to be hard on indigenous people that that are mistrustful of it because they have every right to be mistrustful of government right so it is a it's a complicated thing that one again that's more aimed at people because the ones I see mostly are white people are saying, yeah ah, you know it's like my freedom. Yeah, on being yeah it's almost like it's like you can just imagine I'm saying you're treating us like the way we used to treat Indians. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, that's really Wait, what it is. Oh, I gotta have a card to go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we, meanwhile, we still have those cards, right? Like, that's yeah. it's so bizarre. Like the the response of like, and the other thing is like, what's you guys are socks, man? Like you've it's it's like that. What do you know? There's one meme on Facebook where it's the guy he's being hung and he turns and. The other person and says, "Is this your first time?" Because that's like, like indigenous people, like that's that's what it is with this whole, this, you know, this so-called loss of freedom that they're having. Let me think. Oh Meanwhile, they're there doing whatever it was that they would do before the pandemic. Anyways, like who who is stopping you from doing anything? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you can't go you to Smitty's. Can, like what's you can storm <laughs> the Capitol? Yes. in the United yes. States with yeah. guns. With guns and, and one, no one's yeah. going to die. Yeah, that's, that's just a crazy thing. Yeah, like if, if Indigenous people had done even a fraction of those things. And the other thing was like, like, you know, we blocked the rail. I say we, but Indigenous people blocked the rails for a while. And some of the headlines and some of the things that people were acting like, people really seemed to think that they were going to starve to death because the rail lines were blocked. Like... <laughs> Like as if you would ever, as if you would ever get to the point where it's like, but you know who did starve at one time? Our people, because of you guys. You know, you're the ones who did that in the past. Here it's like, but you guys haven't invented trucks yet to bring you food? Like it's ridiculous. It was so ridiculous to sort of like. And it's allowed to fester. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The government (laughs) said, oh, don't worry. We've made agreements with other rail lines and we've just rerouted. None of the shipments have stopped. Don't worry. But no, they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get, let's get the Canadian. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. They allowed, they allowed pressure to build against them in in ways that, like, because I read a story saying, like, Indigenous people fondly remember racism before the blockade or something. Uh, Yeah. Because it was like, that, you know, it was like, that was casual racism, you know, everyday racism. It was kind of quaint, you know what I mean? But now it's like this sort of way, like some of the stuff that was coming out is crazy. But it, I mean, that, and again, that's nothing new. Like we've seen that sort of level of hatred before. But now what's happening is now that white people over masks and vaccines, now suddenly white people are, 
I don't recognize my country anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? This has always been your country. This has always, always. been the way it's been. You're just oh noticing it now. Yeah. Oh my my favorite is when some white guy from like, I don't know, 19 something pulls out his old vaccination card. Yeah, that yeah, he would yeah. have to use traveling around the world so that he wouldn't spread infections to other populations. <laughs> and I'm like, you mean we've done this before? Yeah. God. That was and that different. wasn't even a joke. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, no, it's so crazy. It, yeah. I mean, one of my other favorite ones that I wrote, I think around the same time, was scores of Canadians feared inconvenience because that's what it was, was like, you're not dying. Nothing's happening to you guys. You're inconvenienced. Like, imagine that. Like, the, the threat of inconvenience is so strong for white people that, that they're willing to take up arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're all parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a nation of parents. It's so unbelievable. Yeah. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot to sort of make fun of. But I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, they, they never get it. They never get it. Some people get the joke, but a lot of times they never get the joke. It just makes them more angry, which is kind of yeah. funny in some some sense. Like, so yeah. when I get people, I get somebody that just doesn't quit, like just keeps coming after walking. The funding is that mute button they admitted is, is great because it's just like it's like putting a little angry person in a jar, right? <laughs> that would make a good picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't hear you. (laughs) But I can see you. That's the best part, too. It's like (laughs) you're there. You know I'm here. We can see each other. Or better yet, you can see me, but I can't see you. So do you get a lot of people who are like legit cranky, not being humorous cranky? Like legit? Yep. Every day. Um, What do you think? What do you think is of all the things of themes that you post, what do you what's the one that gets the worst reaction? Liberalism. Anything to do with liberals. Really? It's the it's probably the worst. Is when I talk about liberalism, I talk about the court battle against First Nations kids and yeah, residential yeah. culture everything. Yeah, you'll get liberals coming jumping over themselves to come and tell me how I'm wrong. How how somehow they've spent seven million dollars or more in in rising to actually make sure that they're giving us our children the best of money. That's why they're fighting in the court. It's about precedent. It's about all these things. Like they just follow themselves to sort of try and wow. correct me and say, actually, it's because of this. And it's like, right. Like as if white kids would have to wait that long for anything. You know what I mean? As if they would spend millions of dollars to make sure that first nation, to make sure that white kids get the best thing. Like it's. Yeah. 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 Imagine spending a million dollars in litigation to stop yeah. from paying eight thousand yes. dollars for yes. orthopedic surgery. I'm like, yes. wait a second, that's good value for money. Yeah, like how is that? Oh, but it's a precedent. It's like precedent for you, precedent for you know, white kids don't have to go through that. Like so, that's yeah. that's yeah, that, that that's usually the thing that gets people ah. the most riled up, and that's that's why. Like that's why I make fun of it a lot too because it's like. I know it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah. In many ways, it's really futile, but in many ways, too, liberalism is to me is the perfect example of what Canada thinks it is. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah. Canada thinks Canada does terrible things, but says we're benevolent and also yeah. pro- tries to purposely project this image of like, you know, maple syrup and moose, yeah, yeah, bears and all this stuff. And it's like, meanwhile, you know, graves and 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 even like their, their their belief that, you know, well, we're not the ones that have bases. Yes, actually, you do. You do have military bases all over the world. Yeah. You do have, you know, Africa, the mines, South America, yeah. the mines. You know what I mean? Oh like your God. companies yeah. are doing terrible things around the world. Canadians are doing terrible things around the world and here. So that's, you know, like that's that's uh-huh. a part of it, too. That's part of what Walking Eagle News is about. It's sort of like sort of reminder to Canada that like don't. Try and act like you guys are this benevolent nation. Well, that's, I mean, do you see a difference between, um, <laughs> like, of the people who are angry and respond, do you find that they're mostly, I mean, it's hard to tell sometimes, non-Native people versus Native people. Like, is there anything that gets Native yeah. people really upset? Or is it the same uh, thing? It's kind of the same thing. I mean, yeah, most either tune me out or don't bother i think um yeah. 
No, I think I think I've 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 been okay in that sense. I mean, political stuff too. Like I, I mean, I have. There's indigenous people that are partisan that will get get at me for different things, right? Well, what has so and so ever done for you, or what has so and so? Oh ever yeah, 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 yeah. That that sort of thing. Um, no, I've I've been sort of lucky that way, and I again I think it's because we have that sort of nature of of yeah. punching up. Yeah. That like like because I, I I was especially under Belgard, like I I made fun of the AFN a lot, right? oh, like yeah. during that time. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, and they were pretty good about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but they, 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 I think they're used to that, right? Yeah. So they never really, um, they never came at me or anything like that. So, I mean, and oh, I, 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 I didn't expect, I, I never expected that they would, right? But I just think, like, um, no, I, I think I've, I'm trying to remember yeah. where I've had indigenous people get up in arms over something and i don't think there's been much i think yeah. again because a lot of it is aimed at media i mean there's there's times yeah. where and that's my fault where a story gets misinterpreted as um real as again like yeah no well there's real there's real like there's always real every single time there's also times where people think like the joke, that, I, that i am making fun of the fact that there's poverty like there was one oh, where yeah. um where like because trudeau campaigned on how bad things were for indigenous people yeah. and then he went to one yeah. then he went to ontario northwestern ontario and acted like it was the first time he'd ever seen anything like that and so i made a joke about that and, and people got really mad and thought like am, am i saying that uh am i making fun of that poverty oh yeah you know? no yeah and then there's also a say yeah, but, but i mean at the same time there's there's a saying that comedians have that you should never have to explain a joke because if you have then it's not a very good joke right so there's there's a bit of that. There's a bit of times where it's sort of I doubt whatever it is that I'm saying, right? But I mean, it yeah. it is what it is. It's like Twitter. Yeah. You know how Twitter's so fast paced, for example. I mean, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Can't, like really do a major assessment on every one sentence yeah, that yeah, yeah, gets yeah, posted yeah. on a day to day. And there's no, yeah. Often there's no emotion in, in a tweet, right? Yeah. Or you can't you can't read the emotion. Some, and uh, some people I think are worse at reading emotion. In writing than other people, which is which is perfectly natural, right? Um, that's why, yeah, like text messages. If you've ever if you've ever had an argument with somebody in text messages, it, it's the worst because the you worst. don't know. Yeah, you don't know what. Like, are you are you actually mad? Are you this? Are you that? Or are you joking right now? Like, yeah, exactly. So, you can't yeah, tell. It's, it's the same. So thing I, yeah, Twitter. yeah, yeah. Well, so I think Twitter is the exact same. I have to say, there's been a few times when it was clear that you were really upset that something happened. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, well, when that... you responded, like you would say, I don't know, let's just say F the RCMP, yeah. at a time when they have done something really horrendous, like yeah. another yeah. one of our people. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I appreciate that because you know that Walking Eagle is funny, but you yeah. also, when things are really bad, you yeah. put a point right on it. Yeah, there's because there's also times where I think like you're you're you don't deserve a joke. Yeah, <laughs> like you yeah. don't des you just des you deserve to hear this like f you you know what I mean like so yeah, uh, yeah there's been a few times where and then uh, like when uh, uh, Gerald Stanley the trial oh. like that was such a blow like I couldn't believe how disheartened I was by that like like just heartbroken and I couldn't. I just took a break that night. I just said, you know yeah. what, tonight I'm not joking. I'm not saying anything. I'm just like I'm, I'm Holton's Gucci's family. You know, we're we're here for you, and that and that's all I could say because it, and it wasn't like being performative yeah. or anything. I just I just couldn't I couldn't do it that night. I'm just like it was so awful that. But yeah, I mean, there's that's the other thing. It's like it's there's a person behind that, right? And that person is me. And sometimes I don't have the energy or, or I'm just too angry to even come up with anything clever where it's just like, you know, like this, this is how I actually feel. Well, think of how many of us feel that way. We all do different things. So some are in journalism, some are in like yeah. commentary or writing or whatever. And there's times when it's like, can I, can I just not have to talk about Yes. One more police shooting of our people. Can this just yeah, be yeah. the last one? Because you know the response. Everyone says, "Oh, this is a turning point." Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. people in the media have been saying that to me for thirty yeah, 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 years. Yeah. So, aren't you happy that this is a turning point? And I'm like, trust me, it's not a turning <laughs> point. We're going to do this again. Yeah, and it's we'll not a turning point. Five years. Yeah, I'll meet you right back here. 
But anyway, yeah, like, what, crazy. what I really the, like about you, like the walk, the fact that you're on Twitter, so you don't just put it on a website, that you're just, yeah. there's something there every day on Twitter is that I know that of all the ugh, heavy headlines <laughs> I'm going to get, there's going to be one that says, right. you know, Canadians can't learn history now that statue is falling. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's, that's yes, that's thank you. you. Yeah. Minute of happiness. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. Is the the country statue based learning system, which is yeah, statue statue based compared to our land base. Like that yeah. is so clever. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what else do you do? Because in your bio, in addition yeah. to having been like done all this journalism and Walking Eagle, it also says that you're like a writer and a producer and a creator. Yes. Like, what are some of the other things that you work on? So I've got a TV show in development right now with CBC, and I've come partnered with a company called Pure 21 that I, I did the Beaverton TV show. And so we're developing a political comedy right now, like a half-hour sitcom thing. That I can't give too much details about other than to say that we're writing that right now. But the other one that I can talk about is that we're adapting Walking Eagle News into a half-hour, one-time audio newscast with the company. That's coming out hopefully in fall, late fall, early winter. So that's what's happening. So that's gonna it's it's gonna be like as if as if you were turning on the radio and you heard a real life walking eagle news. That <laughs> I'm really excited about too because I just think like I've been wanting to do something like that with for a long time. Because I mean the tweets and the the articles are are fun, but it's like to hear some of the characters' voices, how I imagine, like like Lily LeBlanc, who's one of my favorite, she's the spokesperson for white people, right? Oh, or, right. Or, or any any other, any white organization. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. There's gonna be like reporters and then, yeah. you know, like anchor and everything like that. So I'm, I'm writing so that awesome. right now. I'm writing that right now and we're, we're just working on casting and just trying to. And when can we get, like, when will we get this? Do you have, like, an estimated time? Is it, like, two they years saying, from now? No, no, like, uh, we're going to do it quite fast. Like, it, it's probably going to come together in about a month. As soon as, ever, as soon as all the pieces are together, we're going to get it in a month. So we're hoping that we can do, like, some kind of a launch uh, in November. And oh. then, it'll, yeah, it'll be on, like, Spotify and Apple. Yeah. So, yeah, we're trying to get it uh, to as many places as possible. So comedy records is really good for that. They've worked. They've worked with a few indigenous comics before, like Pat Anderson and something. So they've got got the infrastructure. They've got the whatever. So yeah. it's gonna be really. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Like I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Oh my gosh, I yeah. can't wait for that. And so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How can people support Walking Eagles? Um, do you have like Patreon? Is there yeah. other ways that people can support you? Yeah. So if you go to walkingeaglenews.com. Um, there's actually a page called support. And mm -hmm. if you go in there, you'll see, we have a Patreon, mm -hmm. uh, which we're very excited about. And we have something called, know how to pronounce it. It's coffee or Ko-Fi, which is sort of like, so we're, whereas with Patreon, it's like, it's usually based on monthly subscriptions. Kind of thing. Coffee. I think it's coffee. Um, you can just give a one-time donation. And we've also got PayPal. People give money through that. And if you want like merch, we do have merch. Certain certain like t-shirts and things like that are available for sale on the site. So all of that comes to uh, to my pocket, which is an indigenous pocket, so it's important. To support. But what about <laughs> the spam? I need my walking eagle That's spam. What we, happened we to actually, that? I know it's the thing is it's so hard to make and so <laughs> so hard to, <laughs> to like to like put together. It's like because the other thing we had was the empty cans of. Uh, of reconciliation. I, I couldn't oh, yeah. believe how much people wanted those. I still get emails from people saying, are you going to be selling the empty cans? Of really? it, looks, it looks like a can of carnation milk, but it says <laughs> uh, pure empty reconciliation. As white <laughs> as condensed milk, it says. And it's got oh, our logos. And it's got a land acknowledgement on the side and the ingredients and all that stuff. So like, like, But it's an empty can. It's literally an empty can. That's so that, so I, awesome. I, that, I think I might make another batch of those but not as much as i did the first time the first time i was like killing myself like getting empty cans and putting it all together because i did all of that myself so in that sense it was sort of like i don't know it was, it was fun but it was also a lot of work <laughs> it's hard making empty reconciliation yes. isn't it? that's a lot yeah. of work 
it's, it's a lot of work. You really have to try hard to make empty records. That's awesome, Tim. So you've got like lots of things on the go. Is this kind yes. of what you want to keep doing as you? Yeah. Well, this on? was like this. This is what I wanted to do before I got into journalism, right? Like this. Because the, the thing is, I do really enjoy it. Like that's the difference yeah. is that I really, really enjoy doing this, right? So like it's allowed me to work on because I'm working on other people's TV shows too as a writer, right? So that to me, that's that's the best thing too. Like. I'm, Part of the writers guild now and i i you know oh wow it's, just, it's really exciting yeah so i've and i've and the other thing is like that's really cool it's like i've had the chance to work on shows that are being produced and written by by indigenous people like a couple wow. of shows that have hired me to come in as a writer where it's like right like so there's some shows that are just so funny we're funny people man so i mean it's good to see yeah. that we're getting we're getting into tv now right like and, and film and everything like that so like Reservation Dogs in the states and and Rutherford Falls. I mean, that's that's I I'm hoping and praying that that's just the beginning. There's so much yeah. in development right now that it'll be great to actually see it get the air. And we have more options now, right? We have more options. Yeah. Like we have streaming services. We have all these things. So. Exactly. We've we've um, progressed beyond the beachcombers. Yes. No. <laughs> well, I love, yeah, I love I, Jesse, but <laughs> yeah, I know Jesse. Okay. But, but no, yeah, no, no, yeah we're so cool. so much more than that, right? So, and it's cool knowing that you're also behind the scenes, like yeah. doing writing and stuff. And we'll never know which line was yours, <laughs> yeah. but, but that you're contributing to that. Like it's native people contributing to yes. native content, and yeah, yeah. then the more we do it, it seems to kind of grow exponentially. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I mean, in my uh, lifetime, yeah. I've seen well, literally beachcombers up yeah. into now all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sort of like, yeah, it, it's joyful, man. Like it's even like, like you watch a show like Rutherford Falls, which is which is in some ways like North of 60 in that, it, you know, it's a white character, but you've got all of these indigenous characters, but the indigenous characters are written really well, right? And so yeah. even that, but to get to a point where it's like reservations dogs, which to me is like the Cadillac where it's like you have native producers, you've got native writers, you've got native actors, you've got everything that went into that, right? There's a real joy in that because when you see those jokes and you can relate to those jokes or you can relate to sometimes it gets serious, right? Like but when you can relate the content that you see on the screen, it's so important, man. It's so important and it's so good that that's happening. I remember when I was a kid, yeah, seeing Buffy St. Marie on TV when I was a kid. It's huge, you know what I mean? Like Sesame Street, man, like especially on something like that. So now to see it, now my kid's going to have that experience as well of, of hopefully not thinking that it's exotic or not, I shouldn't say exotic, but that it's rare to see indigenous people on TV, right? Like, I want kids to grow up knowing that that's 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 the thing. That's that's what happens, right? We're we're yeah, everywhere now. It's everywhere, yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It's everywhere. It's not just oh, there's only one. It's Buffy St. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only native person, yeah. so that's not really attainable. Yeah. But to see it here and everywhere, like all over, which, yeah. you know, reminds me, I, I know we're just coming to the end here, but I wanted yeah. to know if we we're going to see you dancing on TikTok. <laughs> That's my I personal haven't request. I, see I haven't picked it up. I, I'm, I'm kind of scared of it. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm scared of TikTok. But I don't like I. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep scanning. Looking there we for go. Walking Eagle on TikTok. I'm just waiting. Yeah. I think that's the evolution. Like you there will we go. Be, it's the that'll be the evolution. Of... <laughs> well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, and I'll be doing my bouncing and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah all the things. <laughs> and it'll change, and I'll be wearing something else. Yeah, yeah. I do. Or slamming your head on the calendar, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, now you're chief. Now you're something else." <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you gotta get on the TikToks. I know. Gosh. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, Tim, this was awesome. Like really talking about all these issues because although everything is couched in humor, it all boils down to our lived realities, which we put humor on it, but it's always at the core. You know, there's a commonality. Yeah. There's like the, you know, solidarity, the brother sisterhood. We get the jokes. We know yeah. that. So by more native people doing like what you do, writing and walking eagle, we're now we're going to see it. There's going to be those insider jokes that we get and nobody else yes. does. Instead of I it was that. always the other way around yeah. that, you know, what? What are they this makes no sense. Who does yeah, yeah. this? 
Where us, yeah. it's going to be like, yeah, that's just like. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that. No, so I really appreciate what you do. Um, and I don't know if you know how impactful it is what you do. The fact that you bring humor to those of us who are in this slog every day and it's hard and it's sad and it's angering and frustrating to know it's like, oh man, that's funny. I'm just going to <laughs> that and that and Instagram that and I'm going to text that to somebody. And it's like, you know, the dudes who do memes. I'm like, yeah, thank yeah. you to the meme world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. putting that funny yeah. out there yeah so yeah, really they do it they do it way better than i ever could some of those memes so i'm really happy that that's going on yeah <laughs> yeah no so uh thank you for all you do it's uh it's a service to us you know to have that and i know it weighs heavy on you too but you take the time to do that so i appreciate it thank you yeah, and uh, well, I'll make sure to post links to where people can support you. And of course, when you're awesome, Orson Welles, <laughs> end of the world uh, newscast comes out, native yep. version, then we will definitely promote that. You just let me know awesome. and we'll help promote that. And um, thanks to all the Warrior Life podcast listeners and now viewers, because we also put it on YouTube. So thank you so much for that. You can get access to all of this content. I put links in all of the description box, in the podcast, in the YouTube, all over social media. Literally, you can't not find it. And I have been posting Tim's Twitter account, as you see here. I've been posting Walking Eagles Twitter account. And you can just go to their website and find everything. So thank you, everybody, for listening and laughing and share this far and wide and help promote Tim's awesome work. Till next time. Keep living a warrior life. We'll all live.